Hello and welcome to episode 107 of Regular Features. My name is Steve Hogarty and this week I am not joined by anybody because everybody is off on incredibly important business. Gav is in Spain, Log is healing a dog's broken leg and Matt is diverting the course of an asteroid that uh, is headed towards the Earth as we speak. So we couldn't get together to do a podcast this week. Instead, we've put together this a compilation episode, a very special episode of Regular Features just for you, in which we've taken some of our favorite features from the past and packaged them up uh, in a single episode. So enjoy. Hopefully it's hopefully it's not shit. I've got um, some correspondence that I've done with a real person, a real magician, um, that I met in real life. And basically what happened was... Um, you've, little... you've used the word real a lot there. Is it Just just be honest with us now. Is this real in the way that my letters to Jimmy were real, or is this actually oh, no. real? It's actually real. Oh, actually, yeah. I think it'll, it'll become obvious quite early on. Um, oh, but basically the story, the, 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 back, the back story is, um, I was at an event with work and there was a magician there, as sometimes is. And uh, he... <laughs> He asked me. 50 <laughs> 50, really. Yeah. How's the event? Not bad. Free bar? Yeah. Magician? Yeah. yeah. Standard. He asked me to do this trick, um, help him with this trick. And it was a colored dice with different colors on each uh, end of the dice. And he said, put it in your hand, take it away, make sure that I can't see, and look at one of the sides of the dice and get the color in your head. So I did it. I, like, there's no way he could have seen. There's no mirrors or anything that can get through my fat hands. Right. So it, I literally did like. And we looked at a sliver of the color. Came back and he said, "Okay, I'm going to ask you a couple. Of, I'm going to ask you a question, and then I'm going to guess what it was." And he said, "Looked me right in the eyes and he said, do you wear women's underwear?'" And I was like, "Yeah." And uh, he said, "Red." And it was red. He guessed it correct. And I was like, "Bloody hell, oh, that's good." Okay. So he said, "Right, do it again." This time, I didn't look at the cube, thinking, "All right, here we go, magic man." Didn't look at the cube. Came back. He asked me, "Do you like wearing high heels?" Right. I went, "Yes." And he looked at me, and I swear to God, he looked at me, he looked perplexed. And he was like, I couldn't work it out. And he was like staring me down. And then he, so he, I assume hazard a guess when green. And uh, I went, no, because obviously I hadn't seen it. So I couldn't even tell if I was right or not. So then the last No, what uh, you're doing is science. Yeah. So then the last In the face then, of magic. <laughs> but he'd done, he'd just, he'd just done a, um, a trick with a 50 pound note and said, right, if I get it wrong again, you can have this 50 quid. And he looked, he looked sort of, not shaken, that's weird. Not a vet field in, it wasn't like <laughs> most haunted. <laughs> but um, he, uh, he goes, um, okay, do it again. And this time I thought, right, fuck it. I'm going to look, see what happens. Right. But I turned away, looked, it was red again. Um, Looked back and he said, Oh, you like wearing uh, makeup, don't you? And I went, Yes. And he went, Red, straight away. And I was like, Yeah, you did get that. You... How? So you lost, did he say he'd give you 50 quid? Or... Oh, I didn't lose 50 pounds. You oh, just sorry. didn't get it. But that's, that's the trick anyway. So I went away from that event thinking, How the fuck? I was like, Just thinking, the only thing I'm doing when I get home is I'm going to look how to do that trick because I need to know right. is it something that he's picking up and the way I'm moving my mouth or I'm saying like. Mm. So I got home and I thought, right, I'm, you know, that Magician's Secrets show has been on for ages. I'm sure this is a well-known trick. Right. So I Googled it, went on YouTube, couldn't find anything about this trick. I tried different variations <laughs> where it was like a coin. Maybe like there's another person where they do a coin and take it away. Couldn't find any variations of the trick. And I thought, he gave me his business card. And I was like, I'm going to fucking email him. 
Like, the worst he can nice. say is the worst he can say is no, right? Yeah. So I emailed him. Right. My first email went to him. Dear Jamie, I saw you at an event last night, and usually the magician of those things are really annoying me. As a lot of time, they break the flow of the conversation. It's possible to get that flow back. This is a real email that I did send. This is really licking his arse already. Yeah. Carry on. I was, however, incredibly impressed by a certain trick you did, and after searching the internet to find out how you did it, I've come up with nothing. I know there's a magic circle, but I barely slept last night. That's true. I really didn't. <laughs> and trying to work it out and failing. Would you be able to make an exception? The trick I'm talking about is one with the coloured dice. I was the worst guy with a beard. Then I go on to explain exactly what happened. Appreciate your help, Gav. Literally, about 20 minutes later, I got an email back from him. Not a busy man, obviously. <coughs> Hi, Gav. I'm glad you enjoyed the show the other night. It was a good event. I remember you and your friends. I can't believe I got the second one wrong. That almost never happens. <sighs> Unfortunately, I'm bound by the rule of the magic circle and can't reveal its secrets. I have attached my upcoming tour dates if you'd like to see me again. Thanks for your interest, Jamie. Ooh. Oh, I don't like the way he converted that into a sales pitch thing. I yeah, I mean, weird. that was the... yeah. I confront that in the next email. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Jamie. Thanks for your reply. And thanks for forwarding your tour date, which I'm sure I didn't mention or ask for in my last email. <laughs> <laughs> I understand about the rules of the magic circle. That's fine. I'm not the kind of person who would sell your secrets or tell on you or anything. I wouldn't know who to contact, to be honest. That's not to say that if I did, I would. I'm just saying I don't have that info at my disposal. I wouldn't reveal the secret to anyone else. I just need to know for my own obsessive interest. As I said, I won't tell anyone anything. So if you can find it any hard to make exception, I'll be eternally grateful. Thanks again. Gav. He sends me an email back saying, oh, hi, Gav. Ha, ha, ha. Sorry for the shameless plug. Uh. I'm just looking to get the word out about my new tour. Unfortunately, I can't make exception, but thanks again for the email. Hope to see you on the tour, Jamie. <laughs> right. I'm worried it's gonna, the tone's going to change now, Gav. Why did you keep emailing at this point? I mean, I felt like I could crack him. <laughs> <laughs> With kindness. <laughs> hi again, Jamie. I've had an idea. <laughs> if you tell me how you did the trick... I will get 100 people to come and see you on your tour. Obviously, I wouldn't expect the secret until after I get 100 people to show you. Maybe we could work out some kind of system where I get my friends to email you with their booking reference. Have a think about it, Gav. So at this point, I'm thinking, that's, I could probably do that. That's, that's a man that's in desperation. Maybe, that's maybe doable. Yeah, I mean, that's a, I'd consider that 100 people. Gav. Stop saying to Gav now and hi, Gav, or anything, because it's Gav. Haha, <laughs> you're certainly persistent. If you could get 100 people to every one of my shows, I think I'll hire you and sack my agent. You don't work in PR, do you? Lol. It's a real thing he said. Um, mm. I understand you like the trick, and I know how obsession with the trick can take over. In, uh, in brackets, better than anyone else. Oh. It's quite sinister, Ooh. isn't it? I know how There's a dark secret here. I know how obsession with the trick can take over better than anyone else. I'd like to see his story about how he became a magician. Yeah. But I'm afraid I can't help you with this. Thanks again for your interest, Jamie. Hi, Jamie. I wasn't actually saying I would get 100 people to each of your shows. I meant spread over the entire tour. You sent me a list with over 25 live events on it. I was doubting myself after offering 100, if I'm honest. But I reckon I could definitely get 100 people spread over the entire tour. If you don't mind my saying, I've had a look at the links you sent me, and a few of the nights aren't selling too good. One of the dates in December only has 13 tickets sold. As a, as a member of the occult, you don't need me to tell you that type of thing is to be avoided. <laughs> Think about it. All I'm asking for you to show me how you did the trick, I won't tell anybody, Gav. Longest oh, tomato. Jesus. Longest <laughs> looks like a tomato. Any... I love the <laughs> the voice you're reading in. It sounds perfectly reasonable. <laughs> I'm just imagining reading that and so what, I'm imagining what he might say back. Luckily, you've got the answer. At this point, he drops Gav. He's been saying hi, Gav. Oh. Then he said Gav. Now he's gone to Gavin. Oh. Gavin. 
you obviously have quite a lot of time on your hands. <laughs> oh. oh. Says oh. the man who replied after 20 minutes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't appreciate people emailing me saying how poorly my ticket sales are, particularly given that December gets very busy at late notice and I usually get booked up solid for Christmas parties. <laughs> I feel I've been quite clear that I'm unwilling to share my secrets with you, Jamie. Um, wow. So at this point, obviously... Oh, turn, God, it's no, taking, how much more? It's, it's going to get horrible. It's taking a turn. I wasn't trying to take the piss and say that no one's going to his tour, but... but you've kind of pushed it over the edge now. It's gone, you? yeah, it's, 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 it's not going back. Hi again, Jamie. What if you just send me a link to a website where I can find this trick? <laughs> For that, I will give you 50 people at one of your shows. <laughs> Seriously, think about it, Gav. Uh, at this point, uh, Jamie drops uh, any sort of uh, high or anything. No, Gavin, even. Uh, well, there is a Gavin, but it's using a weird term. Is it in italics? No, no, no. <laughs> All right. It says, listen, Gavin, it's not going to happen. Please stop emailing me, Jamie. Okay. Right. So naturally, you were, you, you complied with his wishes. Right? Obviously. A man... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I stopped then. Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want it to come to this, but you forced my hand. At this point, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to get to know this Can't give it up on that one. I found the contact details for the Magic Circle, and I'm one phone call away from telling them that you've been offering magic secrets in exchange for ticket sales. You basically agreed to it in these emails anyway. <laughs> Just think about this. Is it worth it? Just tell me how you did the trick and this all goes away. Gav, I put, I put a kiss at the end of it. <laughs> oh my God. So now you've actually got to put we all blackmailing a magician. I wish I'd used... Uh, not my actual email address. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't use my work email address. At this stage, I would have said, and by the way, this is a fake email address, so don't tell the so, police. So, so don't bother. Yeah. Are you sure you're not still going to get in trouble for this? By the time this podcast goes online, you might be in jail. Okay, again, so his next email, no hire or anything. <laughs> Do you honestly think they believe you? So, I thought this was fun for a bit, but you're wasting my time now. Whoa. The thing I take from that, though, is I said in the email before, I found the contact details for the magic circle. I didn't think that was, like, readily available, <laughs> surely. Um, but apparently it is. I didn't do any research. I didn't try and find them myself. I was never going to dob them in or anything. What, did um, you think the magic circle was a mystical entity that no. didn't have a phone number? <laughs> <on? laughs> what the fuck? But I'm not assuming the magic circle doesn't have a receptionist. I can just ring up and be like, put me through to your fraud department. They're not like the stone. Masons. It's not like you've got to have a special ring to like find a secret underground lair. Okay, so we're getting to the end of our correspondence. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> Hi again, Jamie. I also didn't want it to come to this, but for the record, <laughs> I didn't even look at the cube the second time you asked me to look at it. So when you got it wrong, I know you can definitely read minds. And I know the government <laughs> probably don't want your kind in the wild messing around with things. This is my final offer. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me how you did the trick. In return, I will get 100 people to come to your shows. I won't tell the magic sale you approached me and offered me the trick in exchange for ticket sales, and I won't approach the government ever. I didn't say from Gav or Gav Kiss. I didn't say anything. I got the last reply, which I would get from him ever, just saying, stop this. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And the last email that I sent to him was Jamie, final offer, 200 people, Gav Kiss <laughs> <laughs> The worst thing was though For the first part of the exchange I genuinely just wanted to know how he did the fucking trick <laughs> By the end I was like, well, he's not going to tell me So They're pissy bastards, aren't they, wizards? Bloody magicians Anyone can do what you do I had a Paul Daniels magic set They're sickly creatures, they start off weak But at the end of their skill trees They're usually the most powerful mm. class yeah. And Gav, if you had found out from him 
and I'd seen the trick and been similarly captivated, mm-hmm. would you have told me? Yeah. Okay, it's part of the magician circle. I'm not stupid. Oh, fucking hell. We've learned nothing from this. We're not throwing regular features into a single syllable. Hello and welcome to my feature, which is Bummer's Cluedo. Now, you may be familiar with Cluedo. Now, what I've done is I've actually made my own version of Cluedo the board game. This is all work. How long did it take you? you. Well, it took me a Exquisite while. beveling on that plank you're pretending to hold. Thank you very much. It took me a long time to make all Who these did boards. the knot in this rope? This is exquisite. It's <laughs> nice, isn't it? It's very nice. The rope that, won't, that won't chafe at all. It'll squeeze the life out without any kind of screaming. From a very small miniature man, yeah. This is a real gun. Yeah, it's a real guy. Are you now, mate? Extending a diorama of the Cretaceous period. <laughs> I've worked the candlestick into my bum hole. Uh, can I have another one? <laughs> <laughs> well, we can't use the candlestick in this game, which is a shame. Then, um, but what I thought I'd do is, um, well, obviously, you know, you know the setup of Doctor of Cluedo. Bummer's Cluedo is very similar. Um, Doctor Black, who is uh, the owner of the house you're currently staying in, has been murdered. Has been bummed to death. Natural causes, I call it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go home. Just the way the cookie crumbles, <laughs> mate. <laughs> Something's wrong. It's Something's amiss. The police have turned up and said, something is amiss. But then, strangely, they've left it to the people staying as guests in the house to wander around and try and work out who is the murderer. Amiss with the bumming. Something is amiss. <laughs> have they said, OK, this is, he's been bummed to death? Yeah. But something's peculiar. about <laughs> 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 this particular bumming. It's not, a, it's not a case of natural bumming death. Ah. So something's I mean, amiss with Dr. Black. So Dr. Black well, Dr. is Black's amiss. dead, so of course something's amiss. Oh, but, okay, right. okay. Go but he's dead. He's been bummed to death. That's not a colloquialism. That is literally what's happened to this poor okay. sod. <laughs> sod. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you could pick a character oh. out of the box. Okay. I've picked out Sean Penn. Oh, lovely. It's a little die cast Sean Penn. Yes. How did you get his jaw? Well, it took me a long time to get it right. I just did it on my own with a soldering iron and uh, a a lollipop stick. Mm. For the readers at home, it's Sean Penn from Mystic River. It is. A good film, but Mm. fucking depressing. I'm Nina Nana. Nina Nana. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that is the noise that is made at the start of Wigfield Saturday night. I'm Nina Nana, Nana, Nana. the hot brown mama. Yeah. (laughs) Just beg your pardon. I'm John C. McGinn... (laughs) McGinley. (laughs) I'm John McGinley, the guy from Seven and Scrubs. Oh, that's nice. Very recently. Okay, so we've got John McGinley, Nina Nana. Nina Nana. And uh, Sean Penn. Penn. Okay. So, basically... What were they all doing at this place? Were they doing that? mishmash. Well, they went there for a casual bumming party. But obviously something has gone... All right. (laughs) (laughs) And because Dr. Black has been bummed to death, which isn't on the invite. (laughs) No, no. It's not even on the other side if you turn it over and have a look at the bit under the box. If you read between the lines, possibly, but, I mean, fundamentally, it's unlikely he wanted to be bummed to death. Now, the situation we're in is basically, it might have been one of you who murdered Dr. Black. Um, But also there are... going to turn out to be like an Inspector Call thing? We all... Bummed. <laughs> we, were, we were all in there at the time of the death. Yeah. I wish I'd thought of that. That would have been amazing. But no. Um, also, there are two other people staying in the house at the moment who are Anne Widdicombe and Penn, Jeff Goldblum. Uh, Jeff Goldblum, yes. Oh, that was awesome. Uh, and Salmon Rushdie. That's you said three it was two. That's people. That's three people. I know, but I like Jeff Goldblum. So yeah, you just really added like... Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, why not? You, you, can came, buy, you came you in can... through the window on a zip line. <laughs> you can buy a signed picture <laughs> of Jeff Goldblum at party for 45 quid. I, know, I seen it the other day because I was looking for a, Christmas, a birthday present for a friend of mine. 
You can get Bombay. You can no. <laughs> Bombay Armalod. Get... Yeah, there's, there's a signed picture of Jeff Goldblum available on uh, Amazon for forty-five pounds. Are you uh, are you plugging your Amazon marketplace? Well, I mean, it says notice. It says, "Dear Gav, get well soon. Love from Jeff." On it, but you get the gist. <laughs> Have you seen? Um, well, you've definitely. You obviously seen Jurassic Park. <laughs> uh, there's. I met someone the other day who hadn't. So. So don't take this for granted. <laughs> no I know you've seen Jurassic Park. Yeah. <laughs> but there's a scene that opens when I think Jeff Goldblum et al. are uh, trapped in the, uh, the control room area where Dennis Nedry works. Yeah. And they've been there for a while, but the scene opens on Jeff Goldblum with his shirt open, sort of reclining. It's because he's been bit. On this. Mm. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah his legs are fucked up, but he's all like. Oh no, he wasn't bit. He's in this swiped aside. Sexy Renaissance pose, yeah. and someone's taken that that scene and done like an amazing painting, like a watercolor <laughs> painting. <laughs> Is that for some news, Steve? I wish it was. I, I would purchase that painting. Mm. It's beautiful. Right. Well, apologies for the movie spoilers there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it could be any one of you. It could okay. be Anne Whittacombe. It could be Jeff Goldblum, it could be Salman Rushdie, or it could be a stranger. Okay. Now, what you're going to have to do is take it in turns, roll the dice, and see where you land on the board. Okay. It's a die. Okay, uh, you got one. Okay, so you uh, are in the garage. Now, if you want to know, what, what clue have you found in the garage? Like? In the garage, I'm just take that right. I have found a wooden table leg. A wooden table leg? Ooh. And okay. have I got an idea where this is going? <laughs> I'm not going to say. I'm not going to ruin this. No, no, I don't know. This is... <laughs> I like where it's going, I'll say that. Okay, so you're in the garage with a wooden table leg. Would you I've like... got the wooden table leg in my hands. Well, you picked it up now. Shit! Uh, <laughs> it. It's all right, it's all right, the police are aware that, that, you know... Oh, I'm just looking for clues, cool. You're just looking for clues, although, you <laughs> and know... it fits my hand perfectly, well, maybe you like it belongs there. Actually, maybe you shouldn't have picked it up. I mean, if it does end up being that, you, you are basically going to get locked up for this, even if it wasn't you. Well, I'm so... going to take a few practice swings. <laughs> <laughs> if I have to <laughs> bum my way out of this, I will. The police have said that they're aware of a variety of phallic shit-covered objects <laughs> in the country. <laughs> but yeah, too many for them to decide what's going on. It has got a police-aware badge on it, so that's fine. <laughs> it does. It is covered in shit, but most of the things in this house are, for some bizarre reason. <laughs> um, right, so, uh, Gav, or should I say, uh, Sean Penn, would you like to roll die? Yeah, all right. That's Sean Penn. Was it? Oh, a two. Uh, you are yes. in the bath. What clue have you found in the bath, Gavin? A brick wrapped in tinsel. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Now, is that just coincidental, <laughs> do you think, or...? A popular ornament at uh, bumming parties. <laughs> yes. It was left over from Christmas. But could Dr. Black... Hang on, what am I making... De- why am I ma- defending this? I don't know, you're just making up a story here. You- <laughs> uh, okay. Is it no idea? <laughs> why am I being so defensive? <laughs> why am I on trial? I'm Sean Penn, motherfucker. Did you... Bum Dr. Blunt to death with a brick covered in tinsel. Though. That's pretty hard to bum him to death with that, isn't it? I don't know. I think if you're going to bum someone to death, it's, a brick is a pretty good implement. I like how I've wrapped it. Oh, the murderer's wrapped it in tinsel, maybe. Just to go, oh, there's nothing wrong with it. It's got tinsel on it. Nothing bad ever happens with tinsel. <laughs> <laughs> now it's up your bum. And it looks like you picked it up as well, which means you've got fingerprints all over this. Shit. This is modern realistic DNA based clue, though. My hands means if like you pick poop. up a murder weapon, you're fucked. <laughs> ah, fingerprints. Classic <laughs> DNA. Okay, <laughs> um, would you like to roll the dust? What was your name again? Bloke from uh, that John film? John McGinley. John. 
Johnny C. John. John right. C. Well, could be John. Not famous enough to know for me to know who you are. You know who I am, though. He's Doctor Cox. Doctor Cox from Scrubs. Oh, right, that guy. He's cool. Yeah. And uh, he's California in Seven. All right, wicked. Mm. So, yeah, and that's when I first became aware of his work. Military grunt in The Rock. And uh, Platoon as well. All right, IMDb. Yeah, it's exactly Sorry. the two words I was going to say. What did I get? You're in the hallway. Hang on, say how many numbers so I can knock on the table and create the f- sensation of a piece moving around Absolutely. this Absolutely. It's two. Two. You've moved two places. <laughs> I feel like a performing horse. <laughs> <laughs> it should be more thirty. like... Oh. That sounds like a well, actual horse. It's like a tiny horse. Okay. <laughs> That's not what board games are. Oh, sorry, that like. was a heart. That was a heart. That was EastEnders. <laughs> no, um, you were in the hallway. Oh, no. And what have you found <laughs> in the hallway, John? What horrors. <laughs> Elvis and Potential bumming implements. Like, when it's not my turn, I like to say my name. Nina nana, Nina nana, Nina nana. When it's not your turn, you say it five fucking times. Nina nana. <laughs> Can you stop being a centre of attention for like 20 <laughs> seconds while I read yes. out what I found in the hallway, please, log? I found. A man. Nina-nana. You found a man in the hallway. Yes, it's a man. Nina-nana. Okay. <laughs> it's not Nina Nana. <laughs> what? Is there any. Nina Nana knows. Just found, you just found a man in the hallway. Oh, this is the man, yeah. Who is he? It is just a man. All right. It sounded like he was. You don't you... seem very freaked out by the fact that there's just a man in the hallway. And man, somebody, I don't dead. know who he is. Is he dead or alive? He's alive. Is he? Yeah. Okay. Is he nice? <laughs> I think if he if he had have been dead. The, the primary descriptor would be something referring to that, i.e. corpse. It would just be cadaver, a, de- a dead corpse. Or a dead man. He's got corpse, uh, corpse rot. All right. But no, it's simply a man, he's looking at me. He's just square in the eyes. He uh, better not be. He's looking at me and then he sort of just looks around the hallway. He looks a bit bored. Has honest. he got any clues? Or has he got... Has he got <sighs> Should I ask? Check, look around his body and see if any words pop out of his clothes. <laughs> hold on, hold on, I'm doing it. Fingernails. Shoot, scuffed shoes. He's got dogs. Three dogs. Yorkshire Terriers. And he's... He's been petting them. Oh, God, he's put his finger in He came in on a train. Because he has got a train wheel up his bum. His mum's dead. Because I can see some tears have been on his moustache. Yeah. And the reflection of his mum is still in them. That's why he's not wiped his face. He's just... He's wearing dicky ball. Wearing dicky ball. Anyway. He loves tuna sandwiches. Because he's eating a tuna sandwich. <laughs> and he's licking his lips. <laughs> and saying, mm, I love tuna sandwiches. They so, yeah. are my favourite, Steve. So that's the man, Matt, if you're asking. Oh, that's fascinating. Well, that is, could be a suspect. Could he have been bummed to death with a man? With a man. Well, oh. Mm, possibly. Not by oh, a man. I didn't, Yes, interesting. It could be. Or I mean, it could have been used. A man. With yeah. a man. Did I use the man to bum him to death with? Possibly. I did did, did Neil use a man to bum I would need a man if I was going to bum a man to death because I've got a lovely little vagina. But did he do it in the hallway or the bath? Anyway, do you want to roll again, Lock? Sorry. Nina na na. Nina na na. You are in the balcony. I've got the balcony and I've got a jar of Hellman's mayonnaise. Ooh. Perhaps a lubricant. In, uh... Yes, oily and eggy. No, mm. mayonnaise, the word mayonnaise. If you, like, broke it up and uh, translated it into Welsh, it would be mayonnaise, which is, it is nice. 
Oh. That's brilliant because I love mayonnaise. Yeah. Oh, it's like it's a language for children. <laughs> <laughs> it's older than your language. How old's yours? What? Irish? Ours is, yeah. Ours is older. No, it's fucking not. <laughs> well, it's the oldest language in Europe, so you're in Europe, yeah? Fight, fight, If you fight, separate fight, the word fight, Gaelic fight. into its component parts... <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave it there. Yeah, I think it's, it's one with that one. <laughs> I like mayonnaise, though, except mayonnaise is not nice when it's been used to bum a man to death. <gasps> oh, true. Oh. Right, roll the dice. That's <laughs> <laughs> very true, I can't argue with that. <laughs> oh, three. Tres. Right, move three points. Bum, 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 bum. You are in the kitchen. Sweet. And what have nice. you found in the kitchen? Oh, yeah, sorry. A Nokia 3210. Mm. Oh. I used to love those shit. Yeah, indestructible. Do you sell a polyphonic ringtone? <laughs> Not on a 3210, <laughs> you... I oh, know, that's Dick. no polyphonic, that's, uh... You're thinking of a... Monosyllabic. <laughs> 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 I don't know how a Nokia 3210 could be used in a bumming incident. Yeah, it could. Uh, yeah, but not to death. Fuck's sake. Oh, well, you can pop one off. repeatedly, like, done like a knife. You Depends how many, uh, rings you stab you um, Hang on, does it have an external antenna? It no. might one of those, um, those... Doesn't, but no. you'd need to pop the front cover off, I would say, <laughs> to get some Oh, edges. my God, if... Oh, uh, yeah. Has it got a flip? Because if you put one of them in and no, the flip came flip. out... No, I mean, because you could, uh, yeah, you, you could, could remove the front back covers and, uh... Fascia. Fascias, I call them. Fascia. Um, yeah, get custom covers for them. Fashionable fascia. When nude, the 3210 is made of razor blades. Yeah. Those button edges, they would shred your insides. Some rapists have done Actually, it's the perfect murder weapon because In you the take, take the cover off, bum some death with it, put the cover back on, nobody would know. In Make a phone call. <laughs> Why don't you call your mum on the murder weapon? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No one would expect that. It's like the leg of lamb frozen thing. Oh, and then you feed it to the. Yeah, then you feed your phone to the detective. Oh, See? Yeah. Perfect crime. So, last last uh, one. Do you want to roll the dice? Is that Tales of the Unexpected? Uh, uh, Jonathan Creek. Oh, I don't know. It's, been, oh, it's, it's a cliche, I think. I've heard it those times. Yeah, Johnny C, roll the die. Is it me? Yeah. Already? Yeah. It is me, Johnny C, roll the dice. I keep forgetting Matt's not playing. Yeah, no, I can't play. I was going to be the dog in the hat, but um, that's Monopoly. Dos. Dos. Okay, one, two. You are in the little cupboard under the stairs. My favourite place. And what have you found? What have I found? What? Oh. Could this be the vital oh. clue? Oh. It's a Noel Edmonds statuette. <gasps> no one's been bummed to death at all. It's Is it a joke for telly? Have we been filmed doing this? <gasps> oh, it's a gotcha. Because he does leave statuettes as clues to his gotchas. Well, it's funny yeah. you should say that. But no, Dr. Black has been bummed to death and he just happens to own a small statue of uh, Noel Edmonds in his house. Has he gotcha'd in his life? We I, well, you could ask him, but he's been bummed to death, Gavin. And I'll I'll check, think, okay, well, what I I'll need check his to... Facebook. I bet he's the kind of prick who would have it as his Facebook profile picture. What a cunt. <laughs> I'm glad that bitch is dead. Right, so, basically, you've got all the clues now. Um, who did it where? With what? Oh, God. Uh, kitchen right. kitchen what? with the uh, brick wrapped in tinsel. Yep, you're absolutely right. Who did it? Uh, whoa, uh, whoa. Pen. Hang on. What, you're admitting to it? Yeah. No, that's not satisfying at all. How is that right? Was there, were there any clues Have leading to, towards that? Do all these clues work together, or is uh, there yeah. a clue? No, it was all the, it was all of us. Is it random, Matt? Is this random? It better not be random. It's not... Well, I mean, the thing is, I'll give you a clue, it's not the wooden table leg, because that is not what you bounce onto death with. That. It is. It happens all the time. Yeah? 
It happened. That's that's how. What's his name from? What's his um, chops? Ted Barrymore. Michael Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. Michael Barrymore. <laughs> <laughs> Boo Boo Barrymore. The bear. <laughs> and what was the name of the TV show where there was like a like hundred screens and people had to go put all the t- touch all the screens to make them all turn on? Oh, that Blade one, Runner. One, yeah. Strike it lucky. Strike it lucky. That's Strike what. Strike it lucky. Strike it lucky. And he did it during the ad break for one of those. He went off and bummed someone to death with a table leg. With Just a brick wrapped in spot? tinsel. Not, not a good spot. And then when they got a hot spot, he'd just pull out a little table leg and look sad, but <laughs> resolute. Well, you guys have got to work out who did it. To be honest, I don't There's know, right? There's a guy shit. who's fucking dead. You, you're in his house. Um, the police have left. It's up to you to work it out. Did it to himself? Did so, I don't know. It was the like, man. Like that Radiohead song. Yeah. He listened to that song <laughs> and then he did it to himself. And that's what really hurts. Yes! We're finding it out. Oh, we got it. It's he was listening to that song on his Nokia 3210. <laughs> well, that makes sense to me. I mean, that was probably it. Titty titty bum bum. Titty titty bum. Titty bum bum. Titty bum. Titty titty bum. It's called "What Am I? A Volcano or a Pedophile?" Nice. Oh, fantastic. And I think we we started talking about the differences and. Similarities, similarities yeah, yeah. between yeah. paedophiles and volcanoes, and it's sad that often there are more similarities than differences. Well, this is, I think, what we hit upon. Uh, I mean, you can't build a school within a no. hundred yards of a paedophile or a volcano. That's very true. There was a series on the BBC called Super Paedophile, in which. Uh, a paedophile, Pierce Brosnan, Rocket is terrified yeah. of both paedophiles. And volcanoes. <laughs> well, and they both can often lie dormant for years um, before causing spectacularly <laughs> onto your legs. <laughs> yes. Well, let me move on to riddle number one. And I will say that it's not a riddle, it's a, it's a question. Uh, it's not even a question, it's a quiz. Okay. Listen to what I say and there is a clue... In every statement that might uh, educate you as to okay. what the answer so might is, be. is there a prize for the person who gets the most points? Is this a, is this a, an action round, or do we take turns? Um, no, I think uh, you can you can just you can discuss among yourselves. Okay, uh, so it's sort of a team effort. Be. I think uh, the overall goal is just to educate people. Absolutely, okay. absolutely. On the difference differences and similarities. Uh, between volcanoes and yes. paedophiles. So, people don't get them confused. Okay, let's, let's get on with it. Let's just not sound like we're just saying paedophiles again and again. <laughs> for the sake of some kind of <laughs> 1990s... So edginess. so edgy. Oh, edgy. It's got volpedos. I'd give them... <laughs> That's a Pokemon. <laughs> it probably should be. Anyway, to, sorry. To crypticize it I'd given the volcanoes first names but <laughs> <laughs> and, and human characteristics <laughs> so mostly pay attention to the surname okay thank you uh, okay so what am I a volcano or a paedophile my name is Paul Masaya I live in Nicaragua though I often think about but <laughs> I thought it'd be more obvious than this I don't know yet <laughs> Though I often think about spurting hot spunky magma over... (laughs) Listen to the rest of it. Over thousands of young victims, I am sadly inactive. But that doesn't excuse me being what I am. 
What am I? A volcano or a paedophile? <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm going to follow the clue you laid with the word magma, because so you didn't. You didn't qualify magma with the phrase magma or spunk. <laughs> Some people might refer to ejaculate as as the spunky hot magma. So. <laughs> You do that sideways motion with your neck while you say that to me. <laughs> Jesus, you know, I mean, some sometimes these things happen. Um, I think I'd like to go with volcano as that well. That is a volcano. Yeah, hey. I, yeah, oh God, so I did say that. I got it right. Brilliant. Yeah, well done. That's, That's fine. Okay. Uh, my name is Ruku Pichincha. I've really looked up some volcanoes for this, haven't you? I was expecting my name is my name is Jeff Krakatoa. I, 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 I was just, expecting this to be a lot easier. I have just erupted a spume of ash into the air. But listen to how misleading okay. this one is. Okay, good. I'm from Ecuador. I'm active and discharged myself. <laughs> this is a new personal ads. <laughs> I am active and discharged myself near some children in public in October of 1999. Might be clear coming up. It was the first time I'd done it since the year 1660. (laughs) Uh, I think I'm pretty sure that this one's a paedophile. That's actually a volcano. Oh, oh for fuck's sake, you didn't give me a chance to... Uh, that's fine, I'll go with it. We, so, we'll, I'll take I the did, hit on that one. Because I, 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 I knew that was I a thought, volcano because you really? don't live for 400 years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't, that's not definitive. Some of them are alive. <laughs> some of them are alive right now. Who knows when they're going to... <laughs> <laughs> okay. The third volcano repeat of Yeah. My name is Raphael Moreno. I'm also from Ecuador. I am active. I was convicted in jail really to get a passive for two <laughs> years for molesting children at the care home <laughs> <laughs> where I was the superintendent. I think that um, maybe. <laughs> um, <laughs> listen for the clue. Okay. Should I repeat it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, have you finished? I, think, I was expecting. <laughs> I thought maybe there'd be some more. Um, I think. I think I'll leave that one up to you, Log. I'm Can not... I ask you to repeat the last sentence again? I was convicted and jailed for two years for molesting children at the care home where I was the superintendent. He's a paedophile. That... <laughs> Correct. Thank you. He's paedophile. <laughs> This is I'm I'm good at this. I don't I might not, I might not agree with the concept of the fact. But I it's, it's you are, good, you it's are good to good find at something it. that I'm good at. You picked up on the clue that uh volcanoes can't be superintendents. And they go yeah. and they're not subject to criminal law. <laughs> but, no, 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 you have to yeah. But maybe they should They find be. it difficult to climb the intendant <laughs> career ladder. <laughs> okay, last one. Okay. You're doing really well so far. Uh no, no you know it's well, no, Log's doing well. I don't think it's fair that um, it's two out of three, yes. that you accepted mine. I think I maybe was misguided at one point. Okay. Um, My name is James Jimborazzo. My peak is generally regarded as the bit of the Earth that is the farthest from the centre of the Earth at a distance of 6,384.4 kilometres. This is that burrowing paedophile, isn't it? <laughs> Pops his head up. How 
Farthest. Farthest from the centre of the earth. Oh, farthest. Oh, farthest. Oh, and this is the one that the the aeroplane. Sorry. Start hovering Tina I read about him in the Daily Mail. Okay, I think you guessed. You've guessed the trick question. <laughs> it is a paedophile with the name of a volcano sitting on top of the volcano. Oh, <laughs> nice. oh I see. Yeah. I no, see. I, well, there you go. That's, that's, that's one, clever. One, that's that good, is clever. That's a good segment. I'll be looking forward to playing that every week from yeah, now on until week. the end of time. That's called What Am I a Volcano or a Paedophile? That's awesome. fantastic. Didn't Thank you, you, you both for playing. You originally pitched that to BBC Three, didn't you, as a daytime quiz? Yes, uh, and they took it, tweaked it slightly, and it's now called Eight Out of Ten Cats. Oh, right. Regular features, regular features. What is a feature coming next? Let us see. At the heart of my feature is a contentious statement mm-hmm. that I am the best. Right. And I'm willing to take you two on in categories of my choosing. Is this, so, is this, like, is this like Top Trumps, where you, you bring up the, the categories and the numbers, and then we just go, oh, fuck. I've got yeah, but I've drawn the Top Trump cards, and I've drawn pictures of you, and you've got bum for a face and no oh. numbers by your scores. You've got no numbers? <laughs> with low numbers? Well, you write in your numbers, but under my scrutiny. Ooh, That's how shit. this feature works. Your weighty scrutiny. Well, what are the categories? Well, Hairy first... Scrutiny. <laughs> I just realised that her scrutiny. It sounds a bit like scrote. It does scrotum. Yeah. As in, really? Is that an abbreviation for scrotum? I never. I just. I've noticed that now that the phrase under scrutiny just sounds really funny. Under scrutiny. Delving into the underscrote with Steve Hogarty. Thicket. Great interest you in coming under scrutiny, Okay, for round one, who is the best at trampolines? I think I am the best at trampolines. What's your best trick you've done on a trampoline? Ooh, this is embarrassing. Um, I, I was really bad at trampolining when I was at school. I only did it once, and um, at the time I had a really bad thing with my sinuses, um, and I got a really bad guitar, and it was fucking up my ears and head and all that, and it meant I think my ability to deal with spatial movements went mental and just just moving up and down spatial movements spatial movements as opposed to as opposed to just moving through time (laughs) yeah yeah we sort of fucked up trampolines you'd have a year ago well you know i didn't didn't get to that level of time transport trampolining but no i couldn't do it it was really embarrassing everyone else was doing backflips and i just bounced up and down a couple of feet in the air and then had to get off saying i feel sick and everyone thought i was a prick that is bad there was a really fat kid at our school who wouldn't let his feet come off the trampoline. He'd just bend his knees a bit and go up and down. And mm. it made me... I was like, Scott, just fucking help yourself. You're a laughing stock and you're not doing anything to help yourself. Oh. And I got up there and I was like a graceful swan flapping about with your legs <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> I know, Steve, how good are you at trampolines? <laughs> well, what, is, what is the best trick you can do, like? I had done a forward somersault and I landed on my feet and then the forward... The momentum of my movement made me run forwards and off the end of the trampoline, <laughs> which I did with some elegance. <laughs> smellegance? <laughs> smellegance. Of course, thinking... I did shit myself, which was a late conversion of my elegance into well, like, smellegance. I was initially thinking you chosen something so niche that we wouldn't be able to beat you at it because you're very good at it, but that doesn't sound that impressive. No, I, people were surprised at how good I was at it because it is odd to look at a fat bloke doing the trampoline, but I did a pike jump, and that's when you do your legs up. And like yeah, and I could do that about ten times on the trot before people looked like they were a bit bored of watching a man do that. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, that's impressive. Somersaults have always been a bit of a fear of mine because I don't think a human being should go upside down. <laughs> but I did it that day. Well, I think there's a lot of people who would argue the same. So, what about you, Steve? So, forward somersaults. Your, uh, your best stunt. 
Um, I, and also back, um, back jump, going onto your back and then sort of getting, hitting the angle slightly wrong and going off at a degree that you didn't expect. Ooh. I'm good at that and all. Ooh. What if someone tilted the trampoline as it, like, while you're in the air, like at a 45 degree angle? In zero gravity. Well, Hold on, I wasn't paying attention when you were talking. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, hang on, you haven't told us anything about yeah, your trampoline, trampoline skills. Has to hide. Look, I've, ne- I've never been on a trampoline. Oh. What the fuck? <laughs> I saw a picture of... The of... culture divide between <laughs> me and you has never been more it's, stark. It's me saying, oh, you have trampolines in Ireland. Evidently not. We do have trampolines yep. in Ireland, but I once saw a picture of some deer sleeping under a trampoline or all the antlers pointing up at it and I thought god I'm never going to go on a trampoline now <laughs> well, in case there are deer underneath it yeah with antlers but you can usually see underneath trampolines whilst you're getting on them and when you're on, when you're on them oh yeah then as soon as you look away oh god <laughs> to say that one hasn't gone under my or long someone, time someone fa- just put a spike underneath it my, my long time and all the thing that I can't, I can't stop wincing about it now, just even thinking about it, is that you run towards your legs, go between the springs, and that's bad yeah, enough because they'd sort of scrape a bit, but then you look down and you find out one of your nuts inside the coil of the spring. <laughs> and then you and have you to live there. Have to, <laughs> uh, it doesn't hurt, but you know that it's going to... You've no idea how it got there. <laughs> but, but there's no way you're... <laughs> you have to wait for someone to bounce on it, and when the springs are... Well, and you, you go... <laughs> you get it out as good as you can. Could be crushed! <laughs> 50-50, crushed doors, perfectly safe. <laughs> oh. To be honest, I, I always found that at school, like, trampolining was one of the... I, don't, I wasn't that bad, but it felt like one of the most embarrassing subjects because it was like, hey... <laughs> it wasn't a subject. <laughs> well, all right, not subjects. One of the embarrassing things in PE because it was like, hey, guys, especially the first time, I remember, it's like, hey, guys, look at this. None of you have ever done this before. It's not really like anything you've ever done before and you've no idea how good you're going to be at it until you start doing it. Oh, and by the way, unlike in other sports where we can all give you a ball and a bat and let you go and practice your own, we've only got one of them, which means we're going to have 30 people all standing around the edge watching you having a simultaneous simultaneous thing of going 30 people's one trampoline yeah for fuck's sake it was brought up in the north (laughs) we loved it it was a massive (laughs) it was a big trampoline but everyone's there still thinking I want my go but also kind of like you're aware that you're just being watched by people (laughs) no you're allowed more than one person in the bouncy castle (laughs) no you're not yes you are you not. You are. They've got tiny bouncy castles in Ireland. Yeah, and I've had some times on bouncy castles. That's a story for another time. Maybe I'll I think do a we feature don't... on all the good times I've had on bouncy castles. I don't normally put down any of our differences to the fact you're from a different country. But when it comes to jumping on stuff, it seems to me that's the root of everything. <laughs> good times. I think we've rambled about trampolines for a while yeah. now. Can we... Uh, can, I think... Was Next I, cat- was I the best at trampolines? I think no, no, I was. Uh, it was me. <laughs> I'm afraid I'm the best. According okay. By I the criteria can, which I, I have can, laid down. I concede on this one point. The second category is being a good friend. And I would say to you, Steve, that you are not a good friend. Well, oh, geez, like, I'm such a good friend that I really want you to win this and be the best at being a good friend, so I'm going to give it to you. So, do you remember when you, in Google chat and you said that you fancied someone. You said, I think I fancy this bloke, but he's a bit chubby. And it was like, Steve, you do realise I'm well fat, don't you? <laughs> How can you just come and say... That's well bad. That's like turning around to like... That's like turning to Barack Obama and saying, oh, I like this, this, this person, but they're black and that's weird. I think it's, it's like going up to Stephen Hawkins and saying, I saw this bloke and I think he's got 
got a shot of happiness, but he's got a bit of a limp. <laughs> so maybe not. He's a bit chubby, though, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> that, shouldn't be the ba- that shouldn't be a barrier between you and sucking his balls. <laughs> look, I don't look Let at this you as a, as a physical thing. <laughs> oh, brilliant. How can you suck the balls of a non-physical entity, Steve? Anyway, know. Matt, what are you looking at? I've got no story about you being a bad friend. Oh, but that's nice. I just don't like you. <laughs> Well, I haven't really got any defence. I, I kind of like, yeah. Well, you fucking ate my chips. I ate yeah, chips. well, you ate Steve chips, and that, I love Steve. But that, <laughs> that was due to I, I thought we had a relationship that would allow that, but he's betrayed my trust by posthumously being angry about chips. You were premature in the friendship, and you I've were known him for like two you years. were rude to. You, Steve, were rude to put out in such a way to lead him to believe that he might be able to have more than one chip. <laughs> Look, I was leading him on. I'd like, I'd like to pretend that I'm the best friend in the world, but I'm, I'm a miserable kid most of the time, and I'm probably not. You hide it between, beneath the veneer of a smile. Well, I do, but I don't, and you know that. I'm, I'm very friendly, but I'm also a complete miserable bastard most of the time. You do have a hunch when you're in a mood. I do. And I, when I the earphones are in... Don't come knocking on my forehead. So I, don't think I, I don't think I am. I don't think I'm a nice person. So I'm not even going to contend with this one. I'm going to give you a nine and I'm going to settle with whatever numbers on my fucking top trump card. Two out of three rounds. I win at being a good friend oh. who is excellent at trampolining. Final round. Who had the most tight foreskin when they are 12? And that is a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> How is that a good thing? That's good. Because it stops you washing under it and you get NSU and you get a really itchy cock that's good for a week for wanking, but then it starts getting a bit weird. Oh, fucking hell. Having an itchy bellend is all right for a wank until it turns into something more serious. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I've been there in different ways. But, it's um, a very common thing. Gonorrhea? Uh, yeah, I've had that, yeah. I've had a couple of them, different interesting... Uh, how did they cure your gonorrhea, Matt? Because I had it done in two different ways. How did they cure it? I think it was just medicine. <laughs> they, just shout, they just shouted at your bell end until it was all right again. I don't know. I didn't... It wasn't... Mine was, well, I had one of them. Sorry, I'm just talking over you. It's fine. It's one fine. of them was a jab in the bum, and it also cleared up my gingivitis. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's brilliant. Double whammy. No, I don't know. I just... I, I can manage to contract a number of things at university. And I, wasn't, I wasn't particularly prolific. I think I was just maybe drunk and stupid or something. I don't, I don't really remember. But anyway, um, yeah... They just give you pills, it's great. The best one is chlamydia, because if you're a woman, then you're in serious trouble. But if you're a man, they just give you a pill. You take the pill, and then that's it. Wow. It's gone in, like, two days. Fucking it's maleness like, hey, rules. Who gives a shit about chlamydia? Unless you're a woman, in which case you might be in serious trouble. But, I've, um, I've been very quiet other... in this conversation, because my genitals are clean. <laughs> hey, mine are clean. But, you know, showers uh, don't wash away that shit, Steve. What was... Get to a doctor. Did you not have anything wrong with your foreskin at all? No, I had normal foreskin. No, God, what am I saying? It's a, it's a boon. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm phrasing this all wrongly. I'm supposed to be the best. <laughs> I remember my parents asking me at one point. I think I, I must have been quite young because I, it was in Guildford and I, I left Guildford when I was about nine. But I do remember my mum or my dad, I think my mum saying, you know, oh, you know, do you have any, you know, trouble with a bit at the front of you, Willie, when you go to the toilet? Oh, God. I think because it's just that thing of maybe, you know, you just, just want to check that they don't need to get any sort of surgery over. And I was like, I oh, don't know. And I do remember for a few years thinking, don't just check him. Because are you having any trouble with the end of your willy? Because if you are, we'll cut it off for you. Oh God! Well, no, I think <laughs> my mum's not my doesn't mess fine. around, but I think I must have been past the age <laughs> she, where she don't fuck about my mum <laughs> right off. <laughs> if you met her, you know. But no, she's not. She wouldn't be the sort of person who would go. Oh, you know. I was at the sort of age. Give it you here. Can't, you can't just go. <laughs> Let's have a look at you. Get him down. Well, yeah, that's all right. But I do remember thinking. I do remember having a period of kind of just being. Like, oh my God! <laughs> this is awful. <laughs> Horrible story. 
<laughs> no, I remember having, having a beard and being like, is this, is this, is that tight? Is that right? But it turns out my foreskin is perfect, just like the rest I've of my face. I've got foreskin like a bin bag. Well, that's the thing, like, I, I grew up wrap think- it around my face. <laughs> I grew up thinking the stories of Zach from EMF putting a lemon inside his foreskin must have been lies, because I honestly, I could not get a pee up there, pee down there. <laughs> well, I hope you get a pee out of there. Well, yes. <laughs> it's part of... <laughs> That's a, that's a joke. That was a joke. I jammed one, it into my little... That was the podcast's little, first joke. Little, <laughs> I'm really sorry. Then in my pee-pee hole, and then I did a light on my so back. Did you actually then, try and get a pee into it? No, it, it was a nice idea to do like you can with a straw and a Malteser, but a pee on the fountain of piss. I'm kind of fixed. I'd do that. I'd go with that. Oh, wouldn't it be amazing if you could shoot jets of air out of your penis at any time? Why, oh, Imagine the tricks you can play. My, my first foreskin drewn back wank at the age of 18, I popped my banjo and blood flew out. Oh, fucking God. hell. This is getting. This is quite quickly becoming deeply uncomfortable listening, rather than just uncomfortable listening. And to make matters worse, as you talk about lemons in foreskins, I'm sort of thinking, what's the biggest fruit I could get? I reckon a kumquat is probably my limit. I mean, if you remove the no, well, it'd just be a quart before you put it in there. Oh, another joke. Two jokes in one podcast and a horrific mental image. Um, should we? Is that more? We, well, I don't, I don't want to end your feature. I don't want to feel like I'm hurrying your feature. I just think maybe we should stop talking about sexual diseases and penis injuries. Yeah. Okay. Regular features. And that's the end of the regular features compilation episode. Hopefully that was good. Hopefully that was uh, demonstrative d- demonstrative of our finest features yet. Uh, <laughs> I've got two things to tell you. That's why I've come back at the end of the podcast. The first thing is that we've got a live show coming up in Nottingham on the 1st of November, taking place at the King Billy. Um, if you go to eventbrite.co.uk forward slash regular features you should be able to find tickets there if not go to this is the second thing i have to tell you go to patreon.com forward slash regular features where you can not only support the podcast you can also find details of our upcoming live show singular not going to start talking like we have a series like we're going on tour because we're not you just have one show and i would like you to come to it um We'll be back next week with a proper full podcast. I had to swallow there because my mouth was filling up with saliva. I should have waited until the end of the recording, but I went for it. You heard me swallowing probably an ounce, at least an ounce of saliva. This is all original content, so don't complain that we've just patched together a bunch of old shit and put it out as something new. Literally everything I say is fresh fresh entertainment for you so uh, uh, goodbye